Hey everyone, welcome to the Arathian Unofficial Spoiler Podcast, our second season episode, episode two, where we're going to be covering uh, Planeswalker episode six. We're also covering uh, Regicide's uh, very short um, season five, episode nine, and because uh, there's been a misnumbering, so it's technically the ninth one, even though this is eight. And then we're also covering uh, Warmonger's session five. Uh, I'm here as one of the hosts, Lucio Steve, as always, sort of Captain of Chaos, and um, of course, my other buddy over here. Uh, Vance Axel, what's up, everyone? As outlined, we're covering those episodes, so um, we can just get straight into Planeswalker if we like. Yeah, let's jump straight into Planeswalker. So, the episode starts off um, right after Briscoe's fall. Ellen uh, begins healing up the group. There's a little bit of discussion on who needs healing, and um, he's using Lifelink and trying to figure out how much health points they should be uh, going ahead and using. Yeah, and Crush uh, Cattle Wand. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yep. It's a case of, no, I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> See, I got this. But he, but he, 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 they, he lived. Well, so, you know, they, they lived. They got to heal up a little bit, which is a good thing. Um, because later on, there's some trouble, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so, I, we, we said this last week, uh, but probably starting next week, we may be shortening the, the uh, episode explanations a bit and just hitting some major highlights and having a little bit more discussion based on those. Uh, if possible, we may have a guest next week and... Uh, that would also be another reason to shorten the episode so that uh, we can talk a little bit more about those things. Just hit the major highlights and talk about that. But um, yeah, after um, yeah, after they do all the healing up, um, well, Ellen finds some bones, some nice divination magic bones, and uh. Ellera at the same time sees a couple of Githyanki that uh, come over and have a chat. So they um, scarper into tunnels and use a make hole spell to make it so they can't be followed. Yep. Um, I think it was interesting that <laughs> how many times they used the, uh, that, that, those, those bones. They were able to... What was that spell again? Augury. Was it Augury? Yeah, it was Augury, and then there was Divination, which I don't think they ended up using. They had more uses of Augury than they had of Divination. Augury. Okay, okay. I was getting those two mixed up. Uh, Divination is the stronger one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, basically, they were able to... What Was it Was it Vines of Light, or was it th that he was seeing the Vines of uh, like Red on the, on the walls? Because I know that only Alarel could see it because he had low light vision at the time, and um, both. It seems to be like a mix because it because the light followed them, like it didn't stay lit up. Okay. Yeah, and uh, there's a reason for that. Pretty much at the end of the episode, uh, we we understand a bit more reasoning for that. Yeah, so they're basically traveling through the veins of a giant god's hand. 
one thing that uh pretty much sucked for the group though is that uh two members ended up getting claustrophobic and because of that they had the shaking condition which was terrible <laughs> yeah unfortunately i think both of them were the melee fighters and <laughs> left the poor alone having to get into melee <laughs> yeah yeah that sucks so bad <laughs> At first, I didn't think it would be that bad, but then, like, uh, based on their roles, it was like, I would have passed that if I didn't have a minus two. So. <laughs> yeah. Isn't so many luck dice in Planeswalker these days. Yeah. <laughs> I guess everyone's just saving it to mess with the other two. <laughs> Ellen uh, starts using uh, the, the augury ability that he um, is able to detect upon those bones and to figure out the directions they should be trying to go uh it turns out to be will and woe for a lot of i think all the directions yeah yeah it was all will and woe for everything yeah so um pick your poison which they did and um bump into intellective hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> So before we actually found out they were they were intellect devourers though, uh, like I, I had an inkling they might be intellect devourers, but that was only because I am completely inept in like knowing like Dungeons and Dragon monsters, and then uh, so Green was going through the list of of everything that they might be based on like their description, uh, Delic's description of them, and so I was like, oh. So I, I played intellect. I wrote intellect devourers down, and then I looked back in chat, and I was like, "Oh, well, <laughs> maybe it's that." And then I went and I looked it up, and I think he said, "You think he started off with Chul, and then it was uh... Chul didn't make much sense because those are armored things, and these are bulbous things." So yeah, that's that's because I, I I was sick when that episode turned on, so I <laughs> I didn't end up catching it at the time, but um hearing that discussion seeing Rachel was like that one doesn't fit and then he also said growl which kind of makes sense if it was tentacly but it wasn't tentacly because it had four limbs but... yeah 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 well he, when he said bulbous and it was the that creature i was thinking that it might be that one um after looking them up and seeing what they actually look like but they turn out to be intellect devourers and uh <laughs> due to some good rules and some swift actions <laughs> they they did get screwed over in the fight <laughs> like Delic was hoping <laughs> mm. also also because mostly because of archon um <laughs> hound archon because of hound archon yep with its uh being able to invert its magical circle protection of e protection from evil to Entrapping the evil. So, um, hmm. Where are you going now, Intellect Devourer? I think you're becoming dog food. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, that, that fight took a lot. Um, mostly because, you know, I'm not going to say any of the stats because he may end up using them again. But um, he did tell them that, th that they had DR and... Uh, they had a pretty high AC. <laughs> Benefits of being small, right? Yep. 
<laughs> that was something Neil asked though during the episode. He was like, "Wait, I don't understand how these are brains and they have <laughs> such IACs." <laughs> so, yeah, no. I'll set every halfling in them. <laughs> also, shout out to to Tesh not getting so uh, aggravated having to roll those D one hundreds all the time and having his turns stripped away from him <laughs> only only to miss the uh every second attack by the hound archon i think he only hit one time with both attacks <laughs> that was like amazing <laughs> that was such an amazing moment <laughs> i mean we know if i saw jake get up and walk when uh he got dazed <laughs> <laughs> first time you know one cool thing we also get to see um, is how the negative energy affects Ellen. Just, yeah. um, I actually thought for a moment that he was taking uh, extra effects on top of the increase, but it, I think it's only a 50% um, more damage for was the only um, true effect. Mm. I'm still cool. Though. It makes sense. Yep. With, um, something that's basically the counter to you. <laughs> you're you're also the counter of yeah it's gonna happen and then um after the fight they pretty much see that there are large scratch marks all over the area um so they come up with a little bit of a theory believing that those either those um there were a bunch of intellect devourers at that down there at one point or like the intellect devourers have been down there for a long time and they've just been pretty much scratching the area. Um, and then they travel through until they get pretty much uh, to a large chasm where they're able to rest for a little bit. The course resting is always weird with um, the astral. Mm. No time and all that. Yeah. Um, and then we see that Inland's magic is uh, actually affecting the giant hand a little bit. Um, after they begin discussing that, um, that the blood, well, the god's blood was actually um, moving or being affected at one point when Inland was actually doing the healing. Which he did a lot be- during the combat. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, kind of expect that, but also kind of makes you realize, yeah, they're going to need something a lot bigger than what Elrond can do at the moment. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because he, he, so he casts Cure Moderate Wounds just straight into, like, well, to them it's basically ground, but into the, the giant hand, and then we start seeing, like, the reactions like the um, damage done to the tissue uh, started to repair a little bit. And then, you know, the area began to glow and then it just hardened back and petrified again. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we, we, we need the, um, I can't <laughs> keep doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to need to find another source of just <laughs> large amounts of positive energy. <laughs> Now, if I don't they can get that uh, hand to a certain someone's role. <laughs> oh, man. 
Or just, you know, a certain realm. And then um, they begin to debate a little bit about whether the Githyanki um, saw that reaction with the hand. But um, they don't believe that they did, one, due to, like, how far down they are in, in the hand. And two, based on, um, I think they were saying, like, how small the area uh that he affected actually was. I guess it depends on where exactly that hit, because that might still cause tremors. Right, right, right. Because that caused a spasm, like if it was in the right place. So, like, yeah, that's true. I mean, there's still rigor mortis in that sort of thing, but you would still, like, there'd still be a bit of a force pulling somewhere that it wasn't before, yeah. which could cause some little emotion. So they may actually end up coming down to investigate next episode. Who knows? Well, it depends on how much. No, the only thing I was going to say is what what happened at the end, which is that uh, they basically just pick a direction and they're going to go travel further. Um, but that was pretty much for the highlights. Um, one one thing I did pick out in chat was uh, one of the statements that Green had made. Um, when Viking basically asks why, why this uh, piece of the hand didn't get devoured by the entropy, and Green was saying that basically the entropy did what it could, but it came up with something that was eternal and indigestible, which, I mean, I think we can see a little bit of that here, uh, even during the episode. So, yeah, Just uh, another funny little um, couple of statements from them. During the episode, um, it's like it's their last moments. Oh, that was that so that was so unintentionally ominous. This <laughs> guy was saying before them, um, before they met the intellect virus, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> and, um, I've been clipped it before, but um, when uh, using all the using the orskacks, um, the two yeah. acts and like. Oh, like, because Jake was getting all best of being dazed and that sort of thing. Oh, Orcs is going to take over my body and fight for me. And Jake and uh, Scott is basically like, ah, oh, yes, where's those children? <laughs> realize, oh, no, 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 out of context. It sounds so bad. <laughs> you murdered some kids, okay? That's all it meant. Which totally doesn't make the context much better, but we we know what he means. <laughs> yeah. So the the I, the name for the reason I named that clip, uh, it's ten p.m. It's um for those who don't know, back in I think it was the earlys and a little bit early, I mean the earlys, the nineties and a little bit earlier. Um, there used to be at ten o'clock. There used to be a, a right before the news. There used to be a little section on the television would say it's ten p.m. Do you know where your children are? And the way that Scott said it, it was like the creepy version of that. So I ended up naming it. It's 10 p.m. Yeah, because I also that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he's. <laughs> but it's cool that uh, that we, we know what Ors the, uh, Ors Orsk's axe does. Um, it's basically it's a bane effect and i think it's i don't know what the modifier on the axe is but he basically gets uh 
Bane on it. <laughs> and every single time that Jake swung for like the first two to three attacks, he was like doing over about 40 damage. <laughs> it was just ridiculous, dude. So. <laughs> I mean, considering he lost a friend for it, and may as well, right? Sure, <laughs> but um, we can all pass that for now. Um, <clears throat> maybe. <clears throat> Probably not. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much all the Planeswalker. Which leaves us Regicide, which was... Uh, well... Um, there was an hour and a bit podcast at the start. There was about like 20 minutes of show, and then another half an hour worth of off-track. Then some more time on the show. And then Pat joined in, and uh, Scott decided that he'd show a couple of people a couple of pictures. I was one of them, and uh, <laughs> now Van's seen it too. <laughs> Steve got the golden ticket, and he he brought me to Willy Wonka's factory. That's <laughs> <laughs> his plus one. Um, oh, man. <laughs> that's a weird ass picture. Yeah, dude, when I seen the picture, I was like, what the hell? I'm just like, why are you suddenly giving me a message? Why the hell did you choose me for that? I mean, I can understand why you chose Josh, but why me? Listen, I'm interested in seeing how Pat um, edited that episode now. that's I don't even care about the rest of the content of the that episode i just want to see how he managed to have that on youtube <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i'm gonna probably watch that episode tonight <laughs> but that's oh, what man. was actually done in the show um you already know that uh yonder story succeeded with his talking to the politicians and that sort of thing so they came back to um they realized oh wait we can actually move around inside this facility we're not just locked in this room Okay, we'll go wander about, and um, Tyler's plan it wasn't necessarily the best. <laughs> he was the highest ranking one of them, and he was going around being the subordinate. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can kind of understand um, where Ophio's well, where Ophios is coming from, if I was in that situation, because it's like Rena knows more about this shit than I do. Yeah, <laughs> so um... she's supposed to be <laughs> feeding me information. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, what's his name? There's a go with the. There's the old guy, white guy, white hair, who's Milson or something like that. Uh, he's. Like in lots of comedy movies and that sort of thing. I can't remember his name. Um, like he's in scary movies. as the oh. president. Um, he's, I think um, he's done. Um, what is Martin, it? Martin. Martin something. Yeah. Because it's, it's basically oh. like having having him being <laughs> any sort of like authority figure walking around. <laughs> There's, there's other movies I've seen him, I just can't remember them, but I can definitely remember a scary movie for where he's in as the president. <laughs> uh, I really should have looked it up before, but that's just what immediately came to mind. 
Are you talking about Steve Martin? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. Dude, I was... I I can picture his face. And then, like, when I typed into Comedian Martin in, in YouTube, you know, I got Martin Lawrence, of course. <laughs> but, so I was like, God damn it, Google, help me out here. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man at least it wasn't that bad but it was um definitely that's the vibe i got from how they were handling yeah. it <laughs> now that you say it yeah <laughs> um you know for when i was growing up for like two years i couldn't stand steve martin because my cousin watched uh cheaper by the dozen on repeat all the time and i hated that movie so much with the passion <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just um yeah it's just all those reckon like he's a cop or he's a to take the warriors prison or something like that and he's just bumbling yeah <laughs> and somehow it works but in this case it didn't really work for him but he didn't end up getting anything particularly bad so he kind of I mean, succeeded, just not really. I mean, almost. Um, I think the only reason he didn't was because after a while, he just like stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one cool thing we, we, we got to learn this episode is that the... One of the Tarumbar positions names, which is uh, Tarumbar Orima, Arcana, uh, and the War of the West. I don't know if that's the full name. Um, I believe the name was uh, where is it? I've got it. Zilgrim. I think I think the position is Tarumba Orima, as like that's that's the particular Tarumba, but the name was Zilgrim or something like that. I was talking about the Arcana of the West part, and I know that's the the position name. I don't. I was saying I don't know if that the full position name is Tarumbar of Rima because he put Arcana and the uh, War of the West so I was like is that part of the the title's name <laughs> all of that <laughs> I think those but, last two bits are the, um, just the focuses for it but, oh okay 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 yeah okay that makes sense but I was like then again I could see Paradel making their Tarumbar names extremely long they seem like that kind of type <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It yeah. seems like the bureaucratic the bureaucratic type. You know, you make titles really long and make people say them for no reason. <laughs> I like, guess that's it... why everyone calls Commander Barbara Barnes Barbara Barnes, right? <laughs> okay, you got me. <laughs> um, oh man. I don't know. I I just always totally not a dig away. As... Totally not a dig away. <laughs> <laughs> he left just in time, by the way. <laughs> he also popped in a bit. Mm. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, he actually was. <laughs> so he knows that there was a person named Barbara Barnes in this world. <laughs> I wonder if he'll ever have the chance to play. <laughs> Honestly, oh, it'd be funny if it just ends up she ends up meeting Mortifer from <laughs> Jake's Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> And they hit it off. <laughs> oh. Um. 
You want to talk about Zogro and why they have their position? Um, basically, she's got really good connection to Eustace. Um, so all their gear that they're getting from the Arcane Congress is primarily through that connection. Hmm. And it's also been instrumental in all the Bard and Wizard and etc. Arcane skills that they've got. Basically, she's got the least, the smallest um, highlight reel for all the Tarumba. <laughs> Uh, she just got very powerful connections get you everywhere even in even in the fantasy world Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can even rise to the position of a tarumbar that way but Yandis didn't come back with this information how did they figure it out or maybe he did but it was uh, Ophios was basically come up with the idea of um just saying, hey, we're here under cover, sent by the the Tarumbar to come and investigate the prince for the allegations of uh, the crimes in his ledger, and that is why our documentation is off. You know, it's official, it's just, you know, made-up stuff, because we need to be undercover. And um, Yeah, yeah, like, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned in chat at that point, like, um, Oh yeah, that's real freaking good. <laughs> that's a freaking really good freaking idea. That hey, we're undercover. <laughs> Don't investigate us. <laughs> that's not happening. That's 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 absolutely not happening. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they're telling the truth. They're just you know lying about where the mm-hmm. who they're working for. Yeah, I think that information was originally given by Yondas, but I also think Rena also picked up something because she did miss the talking. That's a funny one um, was going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, then later on, uh, they see someone of particular high rank. Um, yeah, the prince's master little- of war. Which quickly meant for them to go exit stage left. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote really they, they wrote pretty damn decent checks because Rena was like, Yeah, um, we're out. Mm. And he was like, What are you he's gonna leave, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that they overheard they overheard them saying, Yeah, the the master will talk to them in a couple of hours. I'm like Well yeah, that was after no. uh like this, this, this was as they were leaving. Like, like Rita overheard. Oh yeah, the master will talk to them in a couple of hours. And just like, yeah, 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 go, 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 go. Um, <laughs> so, um, Ophios gets out and um, looks up and see window. Someone staring out the window. Looks at him, and stops talking, and like, like starts looking at him more, like. Yep. gestures for some people to come over and have a look as well so he has to also um sneak around and change his face which uh scott realizes now oh yeah that's right that's a warlock um invocation that he's yeah that's his ability rather than using an item now well they they do let yandis know that um <clears throat> the master of war came at that point because uh they i think they they end up going back to their room for a little bit and then yandis pops back and he's like hey good afternoon 
blah 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 yada 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 uh i i succeeded in my job what are you guys doing yep <laughs> when they um, left they yeah, so, this is before they left yeah. yeah 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 and then um basically they're they're uh they all agree that yonder should go and check on their troops um which we end up uh i actually forgot who was there flint was there but uh yonder said meaning flint because of that and um that's when yonder comes up with that the suspicion that the master of war is there specifically for those two and that uh maybe they shouldn't go along with uh ovios's story because the master of war would have some some type of information well, more of a reason to go um <laughs> bring out the torch tools buddy <laughs> <laughs> it's also notable that um John just had to say something in order to not get a flint to just immediately attack people. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that. I was gonna bring that up now. <laughs> yeah, they all agree, you know, yeah, just you know what you're doing. Go go do those things and he meets up with Flint. <laughs> dude, Flint oh. is antsy, dude. <laughs> he also makes a fun little comment of um, the food they make is worse than what Ophius makes, and Ophius doesn't make food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so because because of uh, Yandus' new ability, he lets Flint know that one, they're going to go and try to take down a uh, like Loper. Yeah. yeah, specifically the Prince. And uh, Flynn is like, well, you know, you guys needed me last time, so maybe I should come. And he's like, nah, we, we got it. Nah, you don't understand. <laughs> so um, Yondas is going to just have Flint make, um, make some kind of distraction. Some kind of I think the words ended so up being to... yeah, engine, not main. So um, <laughs> we'll see what he can do. Uh, I believe what came right after that is, hey, um, you're being really understanding today, and I think I might have to pay for that. <laughs> the future. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> So then we get to the part where you were discussing a little bit earlier, where they're both sneaking out, and um, <clears throat> Ophios gets uh, curious. Yeah, well, he's got that. He's also got that actor ability that he wants to try to use, try and get in as well. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, well, uh, he get he yeah. gets caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While he's sneaking out, he's, he overhears uh, the commander say that within the next two hours to bring the the two uh, detainees, because they're not prisoners, they're mm-hmm. just detainees, uh, over to him so that he can uh, have a meeting with them. And um, when he meets up with Rena, he informs her, and then uh, he gets caught from, I think, Thoric said he was across the street already, but uh the master of war is able to uh catch that 
his detainee is now outside mm-hmm. of the building. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, how many days do you think they're so... going to make? Make it. How many days? <laughs> you think they have days? I'm being optimistic. <laughs> They're going straight to the to the prince's manor, dude. They don't have days. They have they probably have minutes before most of Paradell in that area is coming to find them. <laughs> so. Oh man. Good thing about swarm attacks, right? <laughs> Otherwise, there I think that's when. Um, oh, yeah, that the Ophios' um, plans to disguise himself as the warden from the gate using his active feet and that sort of thing. Huh. Place that um, supposedly doesn't exist unless you're really high up. Um, there's political prisoners and all that sort of stuff. Sorry, I just had a car. Um, yeah, um, why would he be here the other side of the country? <laughs> First off, through the magic of editing, they'll never know that card existed. Um, second of all, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, people that like to make their cars engines noisier for some reason, <laughs> they just love my street for some reason. <laughs> Steve, when did you move to America? Uh, probably not. <laughs> no, I said, when did you move to America? We do the same thing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's just like every freaking back street that we use rather than just turn down the main road. Okay. If you're that proud of it, why don't you use the main road? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, a, a funny little thing from this episode was... Uh, when Viking was saying that Flint's got FOMO, and that's why he wants to go. <laughs> that's why he wants to. That's why he wants to go with Yandis and help take out the uh, the Loper. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. A- another uh, important development this episode was that um, Messi did a little bit of research on an important topic and um, (laughs) something I think we all need to investigate in our lives, especially uh, in today's day and age with, you know, us all having such access to social media or whatever. Um, If you are in a toxic situation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's so weird. Or you're. This took so long just to get them back into chat. Oh man, that was weird. Oh man. Listen, listen. <laughs> I heard Brit listens to these, so I'm not gonna make any um, late comments. <laughs> you didn't even have to go there, but I guess we could if you really want to. <laughs> listen, I'm just, it's, it's I'm just funny how comments. I didn't get caught with any of them. <laughs> <laughs> like no, he just got like kicked on getting kicked. Dude, he got banned for at least seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm pretty sure if you went to look through the VOD, you'd see a couple of little references I made. But, um... Oh, I didn't get caught. <laughs> For some reason. Oh, man. Listen, all I'm saying is I don't want to make any references to any specific bodies of water. Frozen or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> well we had the scooter gang one last episode we may as well do the lake one this one and if anything else pops up we'll probably find it in the third one <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah um, otherwise after that point it basically devolved to something we had Pat and Waden and then we had um, all sorts of weird conversations <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can leave it yeah. at that. <laughs> uh, so that gives us Warmonger to deal with still. Yeah, let's go. I got my 666. <laughs> right at the start of the session, too. <laughs> yes. You want to start this one off? Well, yep, we had that. We had um, Jake meeting another advisor that's uh, basically from the Broken Chain. No. Um, yeah. yeah. Unfortunate name that, but um, yeah. So she's basically kind of the advisor and wants him to build a monastery for the Broken Chain to use. Okay, so he's paying half of it, so he's getting that. Um, Of course, she's a typical broken chain sort of personality, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, there's 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 two ways to look at that because one, somebody's coming up to you with an offer, um, and they're like, "It's a pretty damn good offer." But on the other hand, she was being unreasonable. <laughs> Like you know, you just walk up to a leader. You want this? You want this gold? Um, I need your your entire country to do me a favor, and if you don't immediately agree, I'm gonna walk out, and you'll never see this gold again. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, we also had a uh, Tissel, the uh, character, and his diplomat Marshall mm-hmm. got to go deal with um. The land rush event that they got that um was supposed to be a positive settlement thing, but um sort of wasn't. <laughs> um, True, yeah. But, and um I think I think I forget I forget exactly why. Maybe I took notes on it, but I feel like Delric might have changed it to be a little bit more positive than it than the actual event was. I think it just came down <laughs> to how he dealt so with it. Um, Tissel dealt with it. But like, okay, yeah. it, was it was a that. shoddy mine and people fighting over there as to who owned the mine. And Tissel goes, okay, we'll set up some protection for you guys and you guys will join us. And rolled really well on the diplomacy. And <laughs> Uh, but basically, it has a deal of gonna... um, okay. First three months, you 
we're not we're only paying for things like the watch on this and we're not getting anything out of, out of it you guys are getting that money that's the thing but afterwards mm-hmm. afterwards we're all together again which works so i'm not going to name any specific state because um they just went through a hard time but so i'm just going to say these sound like uh sovereign citizen oh. <laughs> folk <laughs> the way that Delrick portrayed them um it was like that sounds like taxes <laughs> i don't like taxes are you trying to tax me and so it's like listen listen you dumb fucks <laughs> but then the marshal also investigated the mines um and basically came to the conclusion that uh these mines weren't the best, but they showed that the closer you got to the volcano, the better it all got. And so I think by the end of the episode, um, Sal was saying he wanted to move his capital to the volcano. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Paint a bigger target on your back, but um, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Because, you know, every natural disaster I mean, role is going to come his way. <sighs> or every trunk out. Uh, pour one out. Pour I was going to say pour one out for Pomp- for the people of Pompeii. Um, <laughs> we don't need any more natural disasters, please. I just can't wait for someone to actually get that event role. But, like, now that I've said that, now that I've said that, it's going to happen to Justin. <laughs> I just want to say, Tessel is a, a pretty good guy, morally and um, alignment-wise, you know? Yeah, Calix Ka- always been a good good attribute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's chaotic neutral, isn't he? Is yeah, he neutral? he's chaotic neutral, yeah. God. I don't think any of them are good. I think it's... Seems Varix is neutral evil. Um, uh, I've forgotten his name. Naren is um, lawful neutral, and then uh, Tessel's chaotic neutral, or at least the kingdoms are. Okay. Because uh, I was going to say, the way Tessel plays, I think he's like chaotic good. <laughs> so, the way the way his character seems so far, but maybe, yeah, yeah. Chaotic neutral, I can see that. Yeah. So, we had that little fun moment of. Um, Okay, we want that one. Okay, we want that volcano now. We definitely want that volcano mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Nick and Naren's um, turn. Uh, I ended up giving two one of its wisdoms to him on this one. Then um, <laughs> um, they had uh, using Charlotte to find out more about the clan to the north, um, in which mm-hmm. case brought that back for the council, to which. Um, was noted as having all female members at that point for the council. <laughs> so all the harem jokes started <laughs> flying again. <laughs> and as well as the jokes that he doesn't want the um, consort position to be changed just yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm 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 seeing that's a running theme in uh, the Baron Lands and Kajixi. Mm. 
<laughs> you don't if you don't have a harem, you're not allowed to be a leader. So <laughs> just a little pointed stare at um Naga for no reason. Yeah, no reason. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so had those little jokes going on. Um Basically, but then, but basically, it was um, finding out about the clans of the north, where um, it's a basically another group that goes into Aldama and um, also mm-hmm. uh, uses herbs or things that help protect them in um, Aldama, which has been uh, okay. So now we don't want to know what that is, but um, he builds um essentially ends up building a plans a plans to build a fort and war at the council he plans to build a fort and take more along the river and uh, connect all his towns by road properly again um um well we did we we do know the name of the, the clan it was clan vosk i thought vosk was uh, um we actually found out there wasn't vosk oh no that's that's barracks yeah. you're right yep yep I looked at the word Varys and, and I ignored that because I was looking for a name for the clan. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, that, that's kind of awesome. like that. I think but, it was um, for um, next one. Oh, did we get any? Yeah, it's like Tolkien or something because he, he made a joke about, oh, right, we're going to go take the Kush from uh, Clan Token because the name sounded very much like Token. I think it was Tolkien or something like that. Tolkien or something. I know that Narun was saying that he wants to gain control over the river um, in order to um, basically have better transportation. Uh, transportation. Transportation was the word I was looking for. Yeah, better transportation, much quicker, um, and possibly better defenses because uh, you know it's kind of hard to invade or send an invading army through a river, so. But uh, I think one of his advisors, I forget which, was saying that if don't you think <laughs> if the river is such a great uh, thing that someone else has dominance over the river? So I'm looking to see how that plays out with him uh, kind of pushing toward that. Well, we know those first two ones are his. <laughs> <laughs> At least by the end of the episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, then I think we'll move straight on to Jake after that with Ferex. Um, mm-hmm. Where he finds out about his clan to the north, which is Clan Vosk, which is basically... Um... Well, before we get on to Jake, um, <laughs> Mick manages to call out in chat someone who will roll low enough so that he does not get an event, an event yet again. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's just fucking phenomenal, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, he's the uh, one guy who can consistently avoid events. <laughs> His ability to roll low, even through other people. Yeah. <laughs> kind of resulted in Scott going, okay, now the schemers have to make events for him. For, for all the people now. <laughs> Oh. oh, okay, more work. <laughs> I'll give another shot. 
Um, Let's see how to fix things. That was good. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We can talk about Ferrix. <laughs> yeah, um, find out about Clan Vosk, which is to his north, which is basically another Baronlander sort of clan like his, but doesn't farm, only hunts. Because uh, Baronlanders only hunt. We don't do the sake of culture thing. It's, it's taboo. No, no farming. Right. But it doesn't seem to be connected to other clans like the one um, Je- uh, Nyx was, which is supposedly in a, some sort of treaty with another clan that we don't know about yet. But Clan Vosk doesn't have any of that. Um, two options that they basically brought forward was um, we could easily wipe them out or we could get them to work with us. We sell them food and stuff like that so they don't have to worry about almost starving every winter and they can help us dealing with Bar- with the Barrenlands border. Yeah. It, I, I think it was uh, interesting how they already had a uh, plausible story for being able to wipe out this clan. <laughs> I mean, oh, clearly yeah. someone's good like... at finding those things out. <laughs> but it was definitely hinted at that um, the trading thing probably wouldn't work. Because <laughs> uh, just how Baronlander um, personalities tend to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently there were requests for so, Kiwi sea shanties from Jake. You're not going to get them from me either. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just, it had to be said. <laughs> I may live on an island. It doesn't necessarily mean I've reckoned to me that much from the way I can see. <laughs> oh. And afterwards, we go into um, Tessel, sells Tessel with um, hmm, Diplomatics with um, the one to the east there in the mountains near the volcano. Probably not the best choice of Diplomat for that one. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's very anti appearing. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it'd be nice to know that beforehand. <laughs> Before you just send your parent down to an anti-parent group. <laughs> I mean, and of course we mean. Scott already explained it, but it's it's you know parent as in the nation, not parent as in a race, mm-hmm. but still. It's understandable. Considering it's like Paradell's doing everywhere else, and probably still tries to do with Jinxie at points. Yeah, the, you know, with Paradell's confidence, they're probably like, yeah, we just come back later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just skip these guys and come back I'll, later. I'll, unless, there's, unless there's some sort of major incursion coming from somewhere, we'll probably don't have to worry too much about them. <laughs> Looks pointedly at. Um, mm. <laughs> At a certain land acquisition made last session, <laughs> the one before this one. Hmm. Oh man! Yeah, there's there's no incursions. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so Atelia so, Todd also joined Shadow as uh, their spy master. I mean, I know what it says there, but it's Atelia Todd. <laughs> Wait, did did Delic actually change the name? He did. <laughs> Holy shit! I forgot. His cell was cell was complaining. Like, what's this changing on my sheet thing for? What's this messing with the names on my sheet for? Yeah. So, yeah, but I tell you, Todd makes comes off the tongue easier than Italia Cryptic. <laughs> and uh, Rena got a good chance to have a look at that when she read. <laughs> <laughs> well, she saw Italia Cryptic first, and then she agreed that Italia Todd is a better name. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a nicely timed sort of situation that one. By the way, shout out to Cryptic just accepting that his name is now Todd. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do we really know whether it wasn't in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, one other thing I forgot to mention with uh, Jake's one. So, Morpha goes into a long, stirring speech <laughs> that they just let him talk and then start up again afterwards. It was actually pretty rousing, you know. He he got he got everyone excited. Pretty rousing, yes. Not the not the other one. <laughs> not the other one. <laughs> I'd be concerned if it was the other one. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and then how you went and got everyone excited afterwards. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I have to get. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> After. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty successful speech, yeah. It's just that they weren't listening anyway. As long as it wasn't um, ankle popping, it's fine, you know? What <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that one from? That was pretty. <laughs> As we we now know that as long as it's not ankle popping, it's okay. Sure, I put that somewhere. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a glimpse. I've seen. <laughs> oh yeah, good that one. Go make sure you enjoy it. That's what it was called from Richard's side. <laughs> Yeah, everybody just go watch that clip. Gotta gotta make sure you enjoy it. <laughs> oh man. I forgot what we were um, talking about, dude. <laughs> go, go ahead. Oh, Ophi um, not Ophios. Um <laughs> Mortifer's rousing speech. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. That was just me cutting back to that because we skipped it, but um we're also dealing with um Tessel's um, uh, unfortunate um, Nick roll on the mm -hmm. getting the embassy. Like, okay, okay, they know you're there and they talk to you and that sort of thing, but um, the unfortunate low roll on getting the embassy. Mm -hmm. um, so they're no longer indifferent to him. They actively dislike him and he's lost some fame as a result. Yeah. And, um, so this clan to the east, Clan Steel, um, Clan Steel is their name, screwing with your diplomacy is their game. <laughs> Something I reckon. 
something I kind of thought of like after uh, after watching that was like, yeah, that 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 seems like a good motto for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Also, Prusado. Uh, Apparently, all the illicit activity left from Denshell straight to Sato. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Lightning. <laughs> Lightning, the Vince Smite of Clan Shado. <laughs> Soon he's going to be the sworn enemy. <laughs> Unintentional sworn enemy, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he finally gets both drugged in and locusts yeah. from the month before sort the session. So <laughs> that's nice. I personally like um because they they went into detail as to how they got rid of the locusts with um Verix and Naran with Naran having the Sturges come and eat them and uh Verix's clan just eating them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that for um we didn't get that for um, sales one, but he used the marshal for it. And it's basically like, yeah, it's the hobgoblin version of the Flash just stomping them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that's my story for now. Someone can come up with something else, but they didn't go into it in the session. <laughs> <laughs> also, you named the uh, the herb, right? Yep, it's in uh, Warmong Spoilers. So wait for them to, I'll personally wait for them to say it. Because <laughs> it'll be interesting to hear the pronunciation. But, um, oh, that also, so you're, you, you just want to hear them screw it up first before you <laughs> start. <laughs> okay, I got you. <laughs> I've been looking through so many Sylvan um, translator things, and they're all broken. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll just come up with something off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, man. It's a pretty good name. So. It was for um, Norm's mixed rolls, yeah. But um, um, so um, Nick was explaining how um, the only thing that increased for him since the last Kingdom rolls was as and then Scott and Jack's penis and like, <laughs> he's like, my control DC. <laughs> it's so sad as well. <laughs> The only thing that goes up is my penis, nose, my control DC. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It makes it even funnier because it applies not even that. It's <laughs> 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 just, just the way he said it so sadly afterwards. Yeah. It's just like. Oh. It basically, the only thing he builds with this one is uh, they just claim some more land so they can build a road to the town that he said mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, a pier in the new town, and the capital gets a house in Hurtlest. And we have a lovely little moment of um, wait, who's building the wait? You're building the alchemist. No, that's no, that's not me. Oh, right, that's Cell. No, that's not Cell. That's Jake. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically they all have four letter names, so um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but um, wait, that that that's well, I guess Tesh 
Tesh is his, his nickname, but technically that's true on um <laughs> and Neil Walker. Yeah, it's technically Neil being full of us. Oh. He doesn't get messy stuff there off uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arena has to add an extra letter to her name. Maybe that's what because we have Tyler Messi and Rena's the only person with four. So on Regicide, she, she's gonna have to be Rena's with an S at the end, <laughs> just around that group. I mean, <laughs> we know Ophia used to say that, so that's um... <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, but I guess with her having a with her having a four letter name and them having more than that, it's probably the reason why she doesn't get mistaken as much. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was going to say that, Scott. That's why you can't remember anybody's name. You have too many four-letter names. <laughs> and the one where you have, the one where you only have one four-letter name is the one that stands out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, after building things, because I don't... Did Sally even build anything? I don't think he did. Not, I think he just went on set. I don't think so. Because yeah. he was, he was building the um, watchtower for them. Right, right. For that land rush. Yep. I think that was it. So after Nick does his building stuff, um, we get a look at the espionage edicts because he wants to go investigate El- investigate the herbs being used in Elden. Mm-hmm. And um, the decision was um, use Charlotte instead of multiple spies because it would have a better result, presumably, and uh, it's less, ro- less, less roles to have to make. And um, Scott honestly says, yeah, but if you're all one, that spy is automatically captured. <laughs> and Nick's basically like, yeah, if Charlotte gets captured, I'm going to war. Like, oh, that's nice. He said, sorry, guys, we're, we're going to war. <laughs> Scott goes, yeah, so she's got a decent chance of the plus six, and he's like, no, no, she's going to roll the plus 11, thanks. <laughs> Listen, they realize the last one of her wisdom I sent through. <laughs> oh, man. Ends up passing next to that. And then, yeah, I get to name the um, as a result for that. So. Mm-hmm. He almost rolled. He almost rolled a freaking. Yeah. He almost rolled a freaking two. I think it was something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that was a pretty close roll, dude. Mm, <laughs> he was like a really close roll. On he said he, he tickled the two. Yep. <laughs> really close to the two. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I just had to make something other than Kush because Kush was just going to be way too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, Nick um, avoids all the freaking events. Ian, yeah, yeah, of course he does. Uh, I, uh, rolls around to Jake's turn again. Or oh, you something dead? Did you have something else? No, 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 no. Did he, did he didn't. Did did he roll this session for his last turn? Roll what? Because he rolled a lot of things. But no, I mean for his roll for events. Yeah. Yeah, he rolled, and it 
passed like so he didn't get one. Oh, okay that's why i didn't write it down okay <laughs> i know I, I remember nicks but i i didn't remember if he got one or not okay we'll come on to jake's next turn where it's uh no edicts just building the minus train and alchemist turning a watchtower into a fort mm -hmm. and that's when rena pops in and gets shown um sells spy master slash royal enforcer um um Jake ends up being short some coin for building the alchemist because something cost more than he expected it would. Right, right. I believe it was a monastery. And um he ends up having to um, ask a coin for others and basically um Shadow only goes on one and Mick goes on two, that's all he needed to build the alchemist thing so he was six turn and he only had three. And um so it's like, yeah, 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 you don't have to pay that back. You don't have to pay that back. And Scott's like, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get events with something like that, mate. <laughs> and it's, um, next like, yeah, 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 um, yeah, there's 50% interest. Um, <laughs> with the intention of just, okay, we're going to be <laughs> very next, very next turn that he can, he's going to be paying them back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two have to roll loyalty checks in order to take it out to give it to them, but he doesn't have to roll loyalty checks in order to pay them back. So, that's nice. Yeah. Which kind of makes yeah. sense also. And, um... <laughs> Cell rolled well, rolled a net, tw net 20, I think, for um, the loyalty check for getting the coin and uh is begging to, for it to reduce some of his unrest was denied um <laughs> uh, i mean it's t it's fair how does giving away people's money make them less less uh angry yeah unruly <laughs> yeah i don't know you'd have to ask the u.s citizens <laughs> Not just U.S. citizens, everyone's. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, um, so after all those buildings, sells to and sells. Still has no luck on them Naganadas, eh? Mm-hmm. Then, eh? It is. I think it's like second or third time he's tried to make a masterwork Naganada, and it's not. Working. Yeah, it's it's not doing well. Um. <clears throat> Bone scepter, bone scepter for Jake automatically succeeds, sir. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, maybe some people, maybe some people's stats should increase before they start trying to make warlords weapons. You know, <laughs> I'm only joking, by the way. <laughs> Never status update meeting cells. Uh, basically, they're just going, yeah, um, so we're prepping for war with everyone else around us, mm -hmm. so, yeah, just so you know, and uh, also Nick saying, yeah, I'm planning on setting up a fortress so I can have quick response for in case you guys get attacked, well, in case Ferrix gets attacked. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to take him a while to reach cell anyway. 
it was basically, hey, are you? I'm prepping for war, and um, oh, you're you're prepping for war. I was thinking about getting into war myself. So. <laughs> well, you know, I might have problems with some Paradell haters uh, soon, so I might be getting into war as well. And then they all agree, hey, uh, if we all get into war, we're all just going to support each other. <laughs> yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of how many freaking fronts that makes. Because <laughs> is it nine or is it six or what? <laughs> it's some it's some freaking multiple of three. Oh man, I mean um, probably even more because one of them's got a treaty. True, true. Yeah, who knows? And and it's with the the what is it? What does he say? The clans to the north. So. Mm. Somewhere in there, yeah. And also playing to attack Ultima. <laughs> because that's his job. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's his job. Yeah. So we'll see. Get to see how that plays out. We had uh Tyler Reid with saying PayPal sucks and Scott going into a couple minute long PayPal show. Um Um we find out that Clan Steel is way more warlike than Clan Shadow is, but their mines produce less quality ore. And also have more mines, mm-hmm. but it's just less quality. Um, and uh, Tessel announcing that he's going to expand to the east gets called ambitious by Varys. I believe that's the end of that one, but uh, there are poles or hype chain characters and that sort of thing. And, um, Nick got level five one and Jake got level one one. <laughs> We're doing what we can to stack it for you, Nick, because we know how bad Scott Scott just keeps telling us about how bad you've rolled in the past. We're doing our part now. Start rolling better. Wait, was was it Nick that was understaffed for this uh, session or something? I don't know because they're all pretty much close to being just like I know our positions left. Yeah, and I, I know our boy Jake always. He's himself, fine. But... He's fine. I mean, he found some more ruins to explore. After all, he's he's fine. Because <laughs> uh, they only just remembered that. Um. Oh yeah, there was that <laughs> event that uh was rolled the session before that. Uh, I was asked to freaking give details for this sort of thing so yeah oh yeah some, what ruins from to explore listen um from the kingmaker series i know that mole ruins bring nothing but pain so <laughs> our boy jake needs some help <laughs> the mole have done nothing but destroy Aeroth. <laughs> that's just a matter of perspective i mean i could just have been modifying it or improving it thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> um, I have my Nick Burner the session when he's being talked about. Have, did you ever succeed in bypassing the Gith Yankee Queen? He's like, no, nah, you'd have to get to level 12 first, one of Scott's games. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and I believe that is everything I have. Unless you had anything else to. No, the only uh, thing is that 
cool thing is that um, it's kind of re- relevant a little bit is that I did run my first session nice. DMing, DMing and um, I had to say that I I didn't notice until after the session how much like um, of my DM style did come from Scott like even breaking up because my, my players ended up of course splitting a couple of Tylers, have you? But I was able to. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say that um, I was able to, like, uh, cut the time in between each of them and, like, you know, cinematically do it only because I watched <laughs> so much of this damn channel. <laughs> and I was able to feel confident at doing it without, like, freaking out and be like, what the fuck, dude? What's so... this? From? But um yeah 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 um so because of the hum- humble bundle right. I wanted to try out two E uh for Pathfinder yeah. it was alright yeah is there's some stuff that is a little bit annoying like uh it just uses perception for sense motive and stuff instead of like yeah. insight or sense motive skill <laughs> so I kept saying roll sense motive and my my players are brand new by the way so I kept saying roll sense motive and there's no sense motive button on the on the character sheet and they were like the hell is that and i'm like oh just roll perception cool. <laughs> so, but um yeah so even the spites are little jabs at all the characters it's... and that's the thing i guess we go into the thanks for being there like <laughs> thanks for being part of the show to the players and uh thanks to scott for um making the world that we're uh, well, we're still here talking about it. We're still enjoying it. <laughs> exactly. Also, um, if you guys are, if any of the members uh, of the community or cast or anything are free and you want to hop on, possibly next episode, um, you can just hit us up. Uh, we'll probably try to hit some some people up, uh, figure out some scheduling stuff for the future. We but, do have like, to get a couple people that already asked for. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. someone's free next week. <laughs> um, for the first two episodes, we definitely wanted to try to get back into the swing of things before we just uh, started inviting people on. So if you've yeah. been wanting some interviews, they may be starting in either next week or in two weeks. So yeah. So yeah. But like Steve said, thanks everyone. Uh, and thank you guys for coming back and listening once again. Uh, we got pretty decent response last week, <laughs> especially to be gone for like three months. So thank you again. Yeah. Um, hashtag tears for the strong and warm community chat as always. Um. <laughs> <laughs> also hashtag uh, justice for um, Messi and uh, Yandis is a hero. That's just my, you know what? Steve didn't say that. Van said that. So. <laughs> I mean, tears for the strong is just my usual one. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys once again. Have a good night. We're on community chat, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Light up the community chat, guys. Thank you.